The Power 40 podcast is an uplifting faith-based podcast that speaks to all that is going on in our world. Our goal is to share inspirational real-life stories and experiences from notable guests around the country on matters that touch us all. The number 40 symbolizes a period of testing, trial, or probation. We all experience trying times in our lives, but it's what comes from these times that make us who we are. As we depict periods of people's lives where the idea of the number 40 is played out, we will learn the goodness that comes from perseverance, determination, and belief. I'm your host, Danica Tramberg, joined today by Jonas Corona, founder of Love in the Mirror, a charity uh, that started to give back to those in homeless shelters. Thanks so much for joining me. Hi, thank you for letting me be here. Awesome. Well, Jonas, you started this journey at just the age of six after you went to volunteer in shelters with your mom. And over time, you've grown it into an education program along with hosting toy drives, food drives, hygiene drives. What was your mom's response when you told her at just the age of six that you wanted to start this foundation? Well, um, she could not have been um, any more supportive, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, She first was like, are you sure? Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) do you know what that entails? Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I really had to, like, prove to her that I wanted to do it. She made me write... uh, a letter or like a kind of essay type thing yeah to explain exactly what I wanted to do and that letter is actually on our website and it's there so yeah so that's really so that cool. was yeah that was the thing that's amazing and how can I ask how old you are now 19 I'm 19 so, years old so has this been continued for the past few years uh, love in the mirror. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. It's been going on since I was six. Uh, we have been doing everything we can, uh, during the pandemic and all that, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, it's, we've been doing it continuously. That's amazing. We're still here. Yeah. Do you, has it been hard through the pandemic? Have you found that the need for all of these things in the homeless community and population has been even greater during the pandemic um with the pandemic people have lost their jobs and homes and so the um there was an increase in homelessness and uh the only thing that made it harder was the fact that we had to social distance and um all the things like that um my main mission and goal is to uh, inspire others and give others the opportunity to volunteer. Mm-hmm. And that was the hardest thing to do because we couldn't do that. Right. <laughs> so we changed a lot of our um, events, uh, stopped doing a lot of our volunteer events, but uh, we're getting back into it now. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Well, when, when this whole thing came to fruition, was there like a specific moment when you were volunteering that you were like, I need to do something to make a greater difference here? That's the one time. I mean, there's a lot of times, but yep. <laughs> the one time is the, uh, what, the event where I wanted to start Love in the Mirror. And that was with um, when I was six years old, I was uh 
volunteering um, in a local shelter, uh, and they didn't they didn't let me volunteer. I wanted to volunteer with them, and they didn't allow me to volunteer. I was with my mom. Um, this was after I was volunteering in LA on Skid Row, um, so I knew how to volunteer. I was doing it, and they told me for safety reasons um, I couldn't volunteer because I was too young. Uh, and, but at six years old, I don't know anything about safety regulations or just anything about that. I was like, what? I'm six years old. You don't think I can make a difference. You don't think I can volunteer. <laughs> right. And because of that, that that's really what fueled me to want to go out and make a difference and, and, uh, begin love in the mirror. But it's, yeah, that's so important because I feel like no matter what age you're at, you can make a difference. And it's it's so true that obviously, yes, there are safety things put in place for a reason. But, um, you know, outside of that, just because you're young, just because you're very old doesn't mean you can't start helping. And I think wherever you're at, whatever age you're at, whatever environment you're in, it's always a good time to help others. Tell me exactly. a little bit more about that experience on Skid Row. That had to have been interesting. Yeah. So um, I started volunteering when I was four years old. My mom uh, and aunt took me and uh, we joined another group that was there uh, the first Saturday of every month. And they never missed a month. And it was just very inspiring to just be there because they they were there. They made home cooked meals, uh, brought clothing items and all of that. And so the thing is, they let me volunteer and I was four years old. They were, uh, we were on the street corner of fourth or fifth and town, one of, one of those corners. And so, um, yeah, I filled up cups with fruit punch and passed them out and I could not have any more fun. Like it was so fun and I loved it and it just made me want to go back. And uh, I did that for two years and wanted to help more than once a month. And that's why I went to the local shelters. And then, like I said, we had the whole volunteering thing and they didn't let me. And that's how I started loving the mirror because I wanted to help out more than once a month. I wanted to make yeah. a difference. That's yeah. awesome. And obviously this has passed down generationally, this volunteerism and, and desire to give back in your family Obviously, since you're doing it at such a young age, someone had to, you know, introduce that idea to you. Mm-hmm. Where does mm-hmm. your family's um, like passion for giving back come from? Well, my mom's dad, my grandfather, uh, taught her at a young age as well. So she just did the same thing. And we've always been taught, um, even in uh, my elementary school that I went to, I we were always taught to give back, uh, no matter your, um, situation, basically, um, we were not super well off. And so, but we were taught and shown, uh, like going to Skid Row in LA at four years old, we were taught and shown that there's others out there that have it worse off than you. And so no matter what we were, we need to give back we Mm -hmm. need to make a difference. Yeah, that's so true. No matter what, you never know the person next to you, what they're going through. And um, so important to pass on just kindness and 
and whatever you can, whatever you've been blessed with in your life and give it to others. Uh, another interesting thing, I, I think your foundation name is so interesting. What does that mean? Where did that come from? So there's two, there's two things that look in the mirror and love what you see, uh, how I came up with that one. I was a huge Michael Jackson fan and man in the mirror was my favorite song during that time, which also was uh, cool because that whole song was about making change and stuff like that. And, but uh, the other reason is I want you to look in the mirror and love what you see because you can't help others without loving yourself. You can't love others without loving yourself first. And I just thought that was so important because you should love what you see when you look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You should have confidence in yourself. And if I didn't have any confidence in myself at six years old or going forward with love in the mirror, I wouldn't have been able to help as many people as I have today. Yeah, that's such a valid point. Do you find that when you are working with the homeless population that they struggle with loving themselves? Yes, yes. Everybody stereotypes them. They know that. They know that they, um, I mean, they have it rough right now. Like, mm. and they can't worry. They're they're worrying about where their next meal is coming from, where they're right. sleeping tonight, and why burden them with another worry? Like, mm. we could all love each other. <laughs> you know, it's it's a simple, a cliche, it's a simple, it's simple recipe. Yeah. If someone, yeah. if people yeah. would just pick it up, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's so incredible. What, where do you see this foundation going? Do you have any like big, huge, dreamful goals? Um, well, I want to help as many people as possible. That means growing love in the mirror, mm -hmm. going, um, helping more outside of our community. Um, we have helped in other States across the country. We've helped in, out of country. We've been to Mexico. Um, just want to do more of that. Just mm -hmm. help as many people as possible is the goal. And uh, have to grow. So I like to get really big yeah. and uh, have branches, stuff like that. How many people do you think you've helped in your surrounding communities? Um, we've helped, I think it's close to 65,000 wow. over, over the past, I think, 11, 12, 12 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's really, really neat. It's so important to start where you're at. I I know it's there's always dreams of helping as many people as possible, but just by starting where you are in your communities, mm -hmm. look at all the lives you've touched already. So mm -hmm. that is so, so admirable and something to definitely be proud of. And I can't wait to see where the rest of this journey takes you. And just as we close out and reflect on what this podcast is, the power of 40, maybe trials we're going through or have overcome, and just understand that life will continue to experience good and bad times, but it shapes who we are. And 40 is also significant in regards to time. So Jonas, if you had just 40 minutes to impact the world, where would you start and what would you say? I would start in my community because uh, that's where but I would just mm -hmm. tell um, everyone what's going on in that community 
there's homelessness in all communities. Yeah. Um, it's a problem all over the world. And so I would bring that up. I would ask what I asked at six years old mm-hmm. to see if they have any donations, <laughs> if my audience had any donations, because you have to ask. That's right. the first step. You have to bring up the problem and then ask ask people for their help. That's that's how I started uh, when I was six years uh, when I was six years old. I uh, and wanted to start my organization. I talked to my family first. I talked to the people in my neighborhood, walking to businesses and asking if they could donate or host a box for our collection. And yeah, that's that's what I would do. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. I hope everyone takes a slice of that and applies that to their own lives. I have to ask too. So this can't be everything you do, although it's quite a lot. Where else? What else are you doing now? What does your life look like? We have um, collection drives year round. So okay. no matter what time of the year it is, we're collecting something. We collect uh, toys, clothing, uh, hygiene materials, school supplies, um, food. We collect almost everything and anything. Um, but as of right now, uh, we're collect uh finishing up collecting school supplies and backpacks um but towards the end of the year which is coming up we have our toy drive and toy giveaway uh, where we collect um around a thousand toys and we want to um increase that number this year and uh for a toy giveaway uh now because of the pandemic we are doing a drive through event and so we're collecting the thousand toys and uh, we have a drive-through event, and they get a box with uh, the toys for the families. We've helped over around 350 families the past two years with this, and it's been great. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, also entails speaking to uh, schools. Mm-hmm. I speak to schools a lot. I speak to um, leadership groups. I speak to uh, offices. Just I speak to everyone and ask them to join my collection drives to participate in a volunteering event. Um, and the most common volunteering event that we do is the uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich making event. It's my favorite event to do. And I, so fun. Uh, yes. And I came up with it because any age can participate. My, um, like I said, my goal is to have uh, or give everyone the opportunity to volunteer because I wasn't given that opportunity. And so how easy is making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? One person could put the sandwich together. One could spread it, count the sandwich, count the sandwiches going into the box. We've made thousands and thousands in a few hours. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So much can be done and it's so simple. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Where can people find your foundation online if they are curious to learn more or want to give back or, or join your mission in some way? Our uh, website is loveinthemirror.org and all of our social media, if you guys wanted to follow our journey, it's mm-hmm. at loveinthemirror. Awesome. Very simple. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Your compassion and love for others truly shows through your work and dedication and all you've been doing. Thank you for having me. For more information on the Power 40 podcast, visit powerofhumans.com. Also stream the podcast on your preferred streaming service.